Good morning, brothers and sisters. Today we celebrate the great solemnity of the ascension of our Lord into heaven. If you recall, when our Lord was about to ascend, he told his disciples, if I do not go, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, cannot come. So our Lord's ascension was necessary so that he and the Father could send the Holy Spirit down upon the church. It was a necessary part of the way by which Jesus Christ saves us. Since the Holy Spirit was needed, he had to complete his journey, so to speak. And what was the journey? Well, he left heaven and he came down to earth, became incarnate in the womb of the virgin, became human, still God, but now he's a man. Then he lived and he died and he was buried he rose from the dead. He's done all this. We've been celebrating the resurrection, but now he's got to go back to the Father. He's got to go back to heaven. There's one huge difference, and that's he's taking with him something new. He's taking with him his human nature. Up to this point in all of history, there has never been a human in heaven, in God's home. Not a single one. No human had the right, especially because of the sin of Adam and Eve, original sin, to ever enter into heaven. So Jesus is the first to ever do this. Of course, he won the right by his humble submission, his dying because it was the will of his father, dying for us. That's why he rose from the dead, and that's why he merited, even in his human nature, this gift to go to heaven. But this journey back to heaven from earth, even after being resurrected, again, he said, is essential. It's an essential part of his plan for us. Now, all week I've been meditating on, on this great mystery, but one of the things that kept coming to my mind was the fact that there's, I mean, you could call it not really a heresy. There's, there's a false understanding or false belief that human beings just on their own can talk to God. Let me explain what I mean by this. Among Catholics, Christians, people in general, there's this understanding nowadays that all you have to do is talk and God will listen to you, God will hear you. That's all you have to do is just reach out to him and since he knows everything, he knows you're talking to him and, and that's sufficient. And yet when we look at all of the tens of thousands of years or however long we've been on this planet, no culture, no religion has ever assumed that except our own. But that's a problem. Are we just so suddenly intelligent that we've figured it out and everybody else did it wrong for all of those thousands and thousands of years? No, that's ludicrous. In fact, tradition and history is probably more right than we are. Well, how is it possible that we can't just talk to God and he'll just hear us and answer our prayers? Why isn't that true? Again, if you study history in, in ancient religions, no matter what the religion was, you don't even have to look at Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, it doesn't, well, Buddhism is its own little thing, but any religion that believes in God has always understood, first and foremost, that you need someone to mediate for you. Every religion knows this. 
It means you need someone to stand between you and God and talk to God on your behalf. Whether you call them a priest or a priestess, a shaman, a guru, doesn't matter. You need a mediator. Without a mediator, you don't get to talk to God. Everybody has always known this. And that mediator, in order to communicate with God, has to perform certain rituals. You can't talk to God the same way you can just talk to another human. Why? God's really far up in the sky. He's up in heaven. So how am I going to get my prayers? How is this shaman, priest, priestess, rabbi, whoever, going to get their prayers, your prayers, through them, up to the Father in heaven? That's really high. How many of you can scream that loud? So what did they do? They took their sacrifices and they would burn them. They would turn them into smoke. You know why that's brilliant? Smoke goes up. It's great. Smoke goes up. So you take your sacrifice, the, the priest, the rabbi, whoever it is, offers it. The smoke rises and God who's way up in heaven can smell it. And according to the scriptures, that is a sweet smelling oblation. That's what the word of God calls it. God is pleased by our sacrifices, our offerings to him. It's like a sweet smelling oblation. That's another reason why we use incense because that actually does smell sweet. Although cooking meat does smell really good. So I can understand why our Lord would say that. But this necessary mediator and ritual sacrifice that is consumed by fire so that it rises up to heaven. So all humans have this, all cultures have this in one form or another in order to communicate with God who reigns on high. And yet so many people nowadays think that they can just on their own talk to God and he's gonna listen. He's gonna grant their request or their prayers in some favorable way. None of us, none of us deserves to be heard by the Father. Yes, he hears everything because he's God. Do you think for a moment he's going to grant any favor that you've ever asked? What have you done for him? How many times have you failed him? And suddenly, because you're in need now, you want something. Why would he listen to you? That's what today's feast is all about. Because we have an advocate who sits before him, interceding on our behalf every day. Not just the advocate who was sent, that's the Holy Spirit, but Christ himself, our mediator. He stands before his Father in his human nature, pleading on our behalf. And the sacrifice, the sweet-smelling oblation that he offers is his own body. He's the unblemished lamb that was slain. He is the high priest of the new covenant that is now forever before the throne of his father interceding. If I pray on my own, my prayers are not heard. But if I pray within and through the body of Christ, then they must be heard. Because where is Jesus? He's at the right hand of the Father. 
I have no fear, no concern at all. I know my prayers are heard by the Father because Christ is praying on my behalf. That's the beauty of the nature of Christ's body. We know that the church is his body. We all members of that same body. So if you think about it, try to imagine for just a moment. When Jesus ascended to the Father, it's kind of like, okay, he, after he had come down and died and risen from the dead, he's kind of kneeling on the earth. Now he stands up straight, and his head is really, really tall, sticking out of the sky. So his head's in heaven now. His feet are still here on earth. That's us. We're the members of his body still on earth. But he, the head, is now in the heavens with the Father. So the church, the body of Christ, extends from heaven through purgatory and back down to earth. As long as I'm connected with that body, when I pray, the head prays. And if the head prays, the head is with the Father, and the Father hears the prayer. And not because of any merit of my own, but the prayers are granted because the head merited the grace for me. The head was worthy. The rest of us body, well, we deserve what we get. So as long as I'm praying with and in through the body of Christ, I have no doubt, no fear, no concerns that my prayers are not heard and favorably answered. This is also why Jesus says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Not on a whim, but in union with me. Meaning if you have the mind and heart of Christ and you ask the Father for anything, he's going to grant it. You don't know when he's going to grant it necessarily or how he's going to grant it, but he's going to grant it. This is why our Lord had to ascend. He's never left us. He's still here in his hidden presence in the Eucharist. He's never left us. But he is also at the right hand of the Father constantly interceding for us. When we pray as a body, it is the prayer of Christ. When I offer this holy sacrifice, it is the sacrifice of Christ. And the Father looks down on his son's body and he grants her this grace, these blessings, this mercy that she asks for. That's why we are confident to call out to God our Father. Because our Lord, our Savior, the great mediator, the high priest, ascended and stands before him in glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.